Welcome back to the Talk Podcast with me, Jay Deakin. Welcome back to the podcast and uh, welcome to any new listeners joining us today. Uh, for today's episode, I'd like to welcome professional boxer Nathan Qualis, who is currently 7-0 in the professional ranks. And he's also had 19 amateur fights, becoming an elite bronze medalist. Nathan suffered with a gambling addiction in the past, um, earlier early on in his career. And uh, I'd like to welcome him on today to to tell us his story. So, uh, yeah, welcome to the show, Nathan. Nice on Jay and uh, nice on for, for asking me on as well. Yeah, no worries, mate. I've, I've um, you know, I've seen, a, like, I've read the article that you sent me and I've, seen a YouTube clip as well, you're speaking about it, so um, I think it's something that can can help a lot of people, you know, I know a few people myself who, who have suffered with it, so hopefully, like, your story can can help some others. Yeah, um, you know, it's not, you know, you look at camp, when I, you know, when I was 18, uh, well, even 17, you know, you get so excited to do things as an adult where you couldn't really you couldn't go in the betting shops or you couldn't go in the, the pubs and have a bevy. Um so you know, as soon as I turned eighteen, it was the things I wanted to do. Um, you know, add a little dabble on the horses and, and stuff like that, a few drinks. Um and then it just escalated from there really. I was about nineteen in um two thousand fourteen it was. Um, I end up. I, I see. I've obviously, you know, we see the machines and stuff in the shops, but didn't know what they were or didn't know what roulette was and and stuff like that. Um, and I heard a few people were going on them and stuff, and you know, use this system, use that system to, to yeah. win. But you know, it was always predetermined anyway. Doesn't matter what numbers you put on. It was always, um, you know, it made them a lot of money, and you can see why. Um, and just unfortunately for me, um, my addiction was the FOBT machines, and it was really, you know, the instant fix um, in in adrenaline and and the dopamine and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, they they end up getting called the crack cocaine of gambling, yeah, um, because it was just instant. Every ten seconds, you know, you could bet up to hundred pound every ten seconds. And it really was brutal. Um, you know, I'd, I'd been in there before myself and, and blew a whole month's wages in, in less than an hour. Wow. Um, you know, and it's, it took me took me years to, to come clean. Obviously, my mum and dad knew I gambled anyway, but they never knew to the extent that I was doing it. And, um, you know, I had help from family members and and uh, and friends really, and especially especially my mates, yeah. the, um, you know, they helped me a lot through, through the years. You know, I mean, I probably become more of more of a burden to be honest with you because you know every month I was borrowing money, and you know I always paid it back when I said I would, but a couple of weeks later, you know, I back borrowing money again, and you know, vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle, yeah, and. It's not. It wasn't fair on on my mates as well. You put them in a position really that, you know, they sort of have. You no, know, they don't have to, but you know, they they did, and I I'll always be grateful for that. Um, but you know, it went on for too long really, and um, in the end, there I knew I knew I had to change. Like, um, I was I was getting 
in really dark places for so many years as well. And, um, you know, it was getting to the point where it was just, you know, I was really putting on a brave face every day and pretending I was okay. And and you, you sort of become more more of an actor in your in your own life. Yeah. And then as soon as you're on your own, then it, it, you, you start thinking all the... The, the dark stuff and, and um, wishing you wasn't here and, and stuff like that. So went through um, a lot of dark times with with the gambling anyway. Um, so I'm just trying to, you know, even even now it's can still hit me now and it's more living without the gambling that 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 I suffer with now. Um, obviously, I've always you have these highs that you don't experience doing nothing else. Um, they're that intense and you know how, how do you go from getting that all the time to to not having it at all so you know it's it's you know I'm still in I'm still in um in counseling and, and stuff like that I'm trying to um get ways of you know being happy with just living on a day to not in a day-to-day life anymore just you know leveled out and um doing what I do and trying to be the best person I can be really and just trying to like focus on something else instead of obviously that hole that's in yeah. your life you're trying to <clears> yeah but else. yeah but like, like obviously people who are um people who, who suffer from depression and stuff and you know they use exercise as yeah. a as a way to um to de-stress and stuff I think because obviously it exercise will de-stress me and stuff like that but I don't look at it um in that way because obviously it's it's my job um yeah. it's a different rapport saying to, to other people so I've, you know I've had to find other stuff as well as as the boxing to um you know to keep me focused on that and um I started playing golf um about six six seven months ago and um you know, when I when I go when I go out and play, I I don't think of anything other than golf. It, you know, it takes my mind off boxing, takes my mind off uh, gambling, takes my mind off everything really. And um, that's been like um, that's sort of been the replacement. Um, so that's 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 helped me a lot as well. And obviously, the, my family and and um, friends and. And uh, and girlfriend as well, so you know the everything's sort of like linked into place at the right time for me, and it's helping me. Um, you know, it's helping me stay on the streets and narrow anyway. That that's good that you've uh, you found something to sort of keep you focused because obviously boxing, like obviously I've I've done amateur boxing, mate, but obviously it's your job, so it's obviously different. It's like a different thing to you, isn't it? Yeah. So, um. Yeah, it's that's that's great that you've 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 found something. Um, so it, would you say like it only it basically just started obviously when you turned seventeen when you could. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, I started gambling at seventeen. Um, you know, it, it wasn't long before my eighteenth birthday, like, but I remember making an account online, and at the time, you know, the regulations weren't as weren't as strong and and stuff like that. So all you had to do then was make your accounts and put your date of birth in. There was no ID checks or or nothing like that. And this is with one of the big big names as well. 
Um, so I was gambling, doing footy bets, um, just accumulators and, and stuff like that. But um, and then it was lads do sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know. And at the time, I never, never had a problem or or anything like that. It was only really uh, I started winning quite a lot on the horses. Um, everything I done just was winning trebles, uh, four folds on the horses and stuff like that. And um, again, I have still kept myself in control. Wouldn't go over like ten at a day and and stuff like that. It wasn't really until I started messing around on the FOBT machines. Um, I had a win on that, and um, it just, just really just took over then, and that's when I started losing all my money and didn't have any money for years. Didn't buy myself nothing. Um, you know, I wasn't wasn't the nicest person to be around. I was always angry, um, and you know. Honestly, the, the the worst things they could have ever done, um, just, uh, you know, the with the they've been limited now to two pound a spin, yeah, which is, which obviously was massive at the time because, you know, you could do it to a hundred pound a spin, wow. um, yeah. So, they they were they were bad news, and I'm just glad that, uh, them days are the past the past me now really. Is it you know when you so I, I've never really gambled to be honest me like little bitch but I've not I, I don't I don't do it myself so it's that you know I don't really know that feeling so once you've you've got a few like wins it's just sort of you want to keep putting your money back in and see yeah. how much you can sort of make. Well, I don't know. Obviously, I I like to win money at the time, but you know I could have two three grand in me in my betting account and I'd still end up losing it all. In the end I knew that was um in the end I knew it wasn't really about the money anymore. It was just I was getting ages and ages and uh, it was more the thrill. And to be honest with you, the, the biggest thrill you get is when you're losing because it's just you know you're in the shit but you just you keep going, you keep chasing, you're chasing and you don't really know what you're doing until like an hour and a half later. After you've done it, and you've you know all your dopamine is, have leveled out, and uh, the adrenaline's gone, and then you, it, it hits you then that what what you've done, um, and you know I've got a good understanding about it all now as well. Obviously, I've been going to counselling for so long. Um, you know, we we talk about what it does to your body, what it does to your brain, um, and and the effects it has on you, and um, a loss. Um, scientifically, they they done it. I don't know if it was Harvard or anything like that. Yeah. Um, they 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 checked the brain patterns and a loss. Um, triggers more um dopamine than a win. So obviously, you know, you're losing all the, you keep losing these spins. You keep losing these spins. It's just heightening the 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 effects on on your brain. Um, and you know when it, if I when I go on roulette, say I went on roulette now. You know, I I can feel my heart out my chest really, and nothing else yeah. makes me feel like that. It's 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 crazy. Um, so it's just uh, you know, trying to do the right thing every day and keep keep focus really, and I'm doing doing well to do that. Yeah, as well do, as you're doing brilliant, mate. From what I've what you've said and what I've uh 
what I've read about you and uh, looked yeah. online. And <clears throat> obviously, you, you spoke out the other week as well and did like a poem, which was brilliant, mate. Yeah, we done. Um, I was working with Beacon. I've done. Uh, we done a we done a short video on YouTube that's called Nathan Corliss, Not on the Harm. I was a harmful gambling, and then we done another project, which was um, I think we spoke spoke to about hundred people, um, in the Northwest Gambling Harms Alliance, um, you know, and yeah. and all this is has been great for me. You know, I get to speak about my lived experience, um, especially for my young lad, because a lot of them, you know, with the older generation, and it, it can't really, a lot of the young lads can't really um, relate. Yeah relate yeah so you know it was good to to tell people my side of the story and um what it can do to young lads because obviously as as we always see people losing their lives because of gambling as well um and it's it's still not looked um it's still not looked at as as, as bad as a drug addiction or an alcohol addiction because it's not really a, f- a physical um it's not like a physical uh, addiction it's more of a um, mental you know, it's a, a mental addiction isn't it uh, because you're, you're addicted to the own to your own um your own chemicals in your brain so how, how do you how do you fix that and it's it's, it's your brain um so it's just you know learning understanding doing little bits of research and stuff which is which has helped me um Go from the person I am now to to what I was when I when I stopped in um, 2017, um, and then again in 2018. It's a uh, you know it's been a long road, but uh, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, and you've just got to keep persevering. You have a relapse, fine, just pick yourself up and 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 go again. You know we've all had relapses and. You know, yeah. I've had I've had more than the rest. You know, I've told people, I promise this is the last time, and you break your promise, and your word starts. You know, for me anyway, word started feeling like not really, especially when it was like to me dad and and stuff like that. Um, and you keep letting people down and and stuff like that, but you just gotta uh keep going and um keep pushing and, and wanting to wanting to stop. Um, obviously it's not the case for everyone. We all we all love gambling, and um, but it's it's for 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 me anyway with gambling all my life and you know I I chose uh, wanted to to live a, a better life and just really now is I'm starting to to see the other side because you know from when I was seventeen I was living day to day and um. Where am I gonna find money from? I need to go bet. I need to do this. I need to get a loan. And yeah. So now it's I'm starting to, you know, to to live a normal life again, uh, which yeah, I haven't had for, for some, yeah, yeah. So I've not had that as an adult life. So I'm starting to enjoy things, and you know, I'm just a better person all around as well. Well, um, that's that's you know, it's great that you you've you recognised that you had a problem, though, mate, and you've you've obviously made big strides to to do something about it um what would you like what would you say the effects are on your mental health when obviously with a gambling addiction is it like depression or anxiety or um it was uh anxiety depression you know i still still at times feel 
feel um, depressed and I don't suffer with anxiety as much now. Um, it was only really at the height of me gambling and I got that. Um, it was it was obviously depression and feelings of um, hopelessness and unhappy yeah. feelings and, and stuff like that, um, you know, which still come and go. But um, I just thought over the years and how, how my mind works and if I do certain things, like if, you know, if it, if I don't exercise, I know I don't really look at it as a de-stressor, but, you know, I can still, if I don't exercise, I, I start feeling a bit down and, and stuff like that. The golf is more, um, helps me when I am training and, you know, I've got a lot on my mind and, um, so, you know, again, if, if you're struggling, you know, exercise is always good. Um, you know, and you can get help from your GP and, or even speak to, be gamble away, you know, they'll get you in touch with, at, um, for free counselling sessions one to one if you don't want to go to group sessions and, and stuff like that which you know I tried GA and it didn't work for me maybe was a bit too young at the time to, to do GA because I still what's that I had a problem the, the main the main one is it GA is one of the main ones yes I hit group yeah. group session which is free um, you know it, it, it you know it, I'm not knocking GA at the time I was I was still 19 and I was, um, you know, I knew I had a problem, but deep down I didn't want to stop. I still enjoyed it too much. Yeah. Um, so maybe if I went now, it would be a different story. Um, but, you know, it's great. You know, you, you have a load of people in the room with the same, same as you and, you know, people can relate to you, which is something that you don't always have. You just, you know, you may just say, I'll oh, just stop. But you know it's not not as easy as that. But when a gam when a another gambler is talking to you and they've been in the position you've been in, it can it, it hits it hits you more and and you know you have a have a support network too. Um, so GA is great. One to one counselling is great. Um, and you know online forums as well. They they work for people yeah. too. It's just trying to find what works best. Works best for you. For yourself, really. What? Um, so, if there's someone listening to this now, um, and they're, you know, they've got a gambling problem too, your advice would be just to go to your GP, then maybe like GA and try and find like a local sort of support group or charity sort of thing. Yeah, well, you know, if you're feeling depressed and obviously or suicidal and stuff, obviously, first thing you want to do is is go to your GP. Um, and you know they can they can help you. I think they can sort you out with counselling as well. Um, but if you know if you're not if you obviously I was depressed and stuff like that, um, but I wasn't suicidal. I didn't didn't go down the GP route. I just spoke to Big Gambler where I uh, went on Gam stuff, which is um, you put your details in and it bans you off everything for five years. Um, Self excluded from the shops, ran by me, and then. I took the step to speak to the gamble away and then they got me in touch with Beacon Counseling um, and provided me with, with three sessions um, to do one-on-one counseling. Um, you know, I've been with Beacon now for a, a number of, about two years, I think. Um, yeah. You know, come and go and, you know, they're a great bunch of people and they've uh, probably saved my life anyway. No, that's, that's brilliant, mate. Um that you've obviously 
just to, you're showing a lot of strength just to realise you had a problem and obviously speak to your family and friends and yeah. then, you know, to stay strong and just keep going. Obviously, it's not a, a short-term fix, is it? Like you say, it's two or three no. years down the line now and you, you're still still moving forward. Yeah, I think, I'll, you know, I'll always have a, a gambling addiction. It's just staying away from it, really. You know, when, when I stopped, it, it was... You know, I didn't want to stop, but I, I knew I had to stop. Um, you know, I, I remember blowing my wages and um, my sister's wedding was a couple of days later. And I was just thinking, oh, well, you know, I'm a disgrace and, um, you know, I don't deserve the family and stuff. How can you do that? And your sister's wedding's in a couple of days' time. So, you know, I had to speak to my mum and dad. Finally told them, you know, they helped me. Um you know, I had all sorts of loans, um, and, you know, they, they helped me through it, and, um, you know, that was in 2017, and then I had, a, I had another relapse, the, the worst, what I would say to a lot of gamblers who, who have a problem, yeah, is you fall into a trap of, um, who I certainly did anyway, and I've, I've seen other people do it, you fall into a trap after a year, I, I said, and, um, you know, I had a little bet and I was like, I walked out the shop, just 20 quid, something I'd never done before because usually I'd go back on and I was Staying, like, yeah. well, you know, I, I must be, um, I must be cured. Um, well, not cured, but like I'm, I'm fixed. Yeah, and, over it. I've got, I've got control again. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it does not take long before that one time you lose control and you're back to square one. Um, um, my relapse in 2018 was just, you know, it was it was crazy. Three How long days. did that last for, though? Uh, three days it was. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Three days in and out the bank was silly money. Uh, wins and losses, loans coming in, loans getting paid, other loans coming in. You know, it, it racked up and, you know, it really did rack up. Um, it was, you know, in the poem I talk about, it was Cheltenham. Uh, it was Cheltenham. Um, I was betting on the horses, but as I was winning on the horses, I was putting my money into the machines at the same time, um, and it it just rinsed me. And I lost lost thousands. Um, you know, I, I got paid. I got paid on the Monday and I boxed on the Saturday before. So you know, I had all my boxing, my first boxing money I'd ever got as a pro. Yeah. Uh, my wages that went down the drain in about half of the first day of the festival and then it was just just spiraled out of control then um, I had to come clean again to my mum and dad and um, you know it, that's that, that was the last that was the last time really that um, that it was really that bad and you know I've suffered especially paying paying debts off on that it's hard, you, you know, you, you don't look forward to payday anymore where usually you would do because, yeah. you know, on payday, you know, it's, the money's not yours. You, you're working for nothing, really. Yeah. Uh, so that, that took a long time. Well, it took about a year, a year to get myself sorted. And, um, like you said before, you couldn't treat yourself or whatever and stuff. No, no. You know, I didn't buy myself nothing for a long time. Um, just I was working, you know, I was depressed. Um, 
and it was it was tough, but you know, I got through it and um obviously regret what I've done, but you know, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And maybe it wouldn't be the same person I am now without it. So um these yeah. things happen and you've just gotta keep going and you know if you if you if you're struggling with the gambling, you know, take a look and see if it's worth doing anymore because you know, you can have so much more and you can enjoy yourself so much more without wanting to bet on everything and you know, it certainly was for me anyway. Um and there's the support networks out there and you know, even if you want to speak to your family or your friends, you know, people help you out and they they help you out at the best of their ability they can and and if you need extra support, you know, there's charities out there and there's your doctors and um and it, it's all there for you to, to do really. Um it's just going on the internet or going on your phone and, and taking the plunge to do it. And it's not easy, uh, you know, we've all been there and it, but you know, once you do it you get that weight off your shoulders is gone. Um and you know, you can really start looking at life in a different perspective. That that's it, it's taking that initial step with, with anything, if you you know, if you're suffering with depression or um suicidal thoughts or any type of mental illness, you just it's that, it's that first step of telling anyone because you know it's it's quite hard to do, isn't it, mate? Yeah, it is. It's, you know, it's no one's ever said it it was easy, but once you do it, you know, the weight is off your shoulders and you know, it, it doesn't half help you when you when you when you finally when you finally tell people what's wrong and you know people people really can help you out and um you know especially with young lads especially for me you don't want to admit um you have a weakness or yeah you have an addiction or something like that because you certainly our generation and then past generations you know you get told these things you know don't cry don't man up so you as yeah. men, you know, we bottle things and um that's something that the the new generations probably don't do as much because a lot more PC now. Um yeah. But um, and it was um you know, I, I still bottle off things now, you know, I can tell people to speak out, but it's it's always hard even for myself now. It's just, you know, it is always better when you do. Because it's a problem shared is, you know, problem halved, isn't it, mate? Yeah, it um, is. Did, did it affect your boxing much? Like, obviously, I know myself when um, when you're fighting, it's, I mean, for me, like, the, the week of the fight was just horrendous, mate, when I, when I had mine, because my OCD was going into overdrive and yeah. uh, a lot of horrible thoughts. So I, how was it for you, like, dealing with that? If, when you was fighting, um, I tried to think it never affected me. Um, yeah, I, I tried to think it, it didn't affect me, but in ways it probably did, especially as an especially as an amateur anyway. Um, yeah. You know, gambling and um, getting loans out day before the weigh-ins, uh, day before the ABA weigh-ins and stuff, and blowing all my money and being out all day gambling and you know it was never. You know, lying as well. You know, the lying was, you know, that 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 was the worst for me, really. Lying to people, lying to me mum, lying to me dad. Where have you been all day? Or oh, I've been here with so and so. 
you know, yeah. I've been in the bookies all day. Um, you know, it's not good preparation, is it? So no. it, yeah, I wouldn't didn't think it affected me at the time, but obviously it would have done. Do you feel, you know, now that you're a bit more sort of your head's a bit more clear and you can concentrate better on your on your upcoming bout? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it was more like, you know, training as an amateur it was six o'clock. There's times, you know, I'd be in the bench shop till quarter to six and then I'd be getting home at six and then getting to the gym for quarter past or twenty past six. You know, it's not good, is it? You know, being late and stuff like that because I'm gambling. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just it's just not good. It wasn't for me anyway. Obviously, people will have control on drink and, dr- and probably drugs as well. But, you know, there's that other people who, like myself, who who will get addicted to, to alcohol or, well, I'm not addicted to alcohol, but my arm was the gambling. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's just one of them things, you know, you could have a big group of mates and only one of us have a, a gambling addiction. It's just, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't choose you, you know, it's just, just the way your body or your brain works. Yeah. In, in them type of circumstances. And, um, it was, it was just one of those things for me that just gripped me at an early age. And uh, it, it took me so long to, to come to terms that I had an addiction. No, it's, it's, it's uh, brilliant, though, that what, what you're doing, mate, as well, like raising the awareness. And um, what what's your plans for the future? You know, um, are you planning to do any more sort of working with charities or talking about it? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle of working. Um, I'm in the middle of doing a project now with Be Gambler Wear. Um, still not, not it's not up and running just yet. But um, you know, once it's all sorted, I'll I'll, uh, I'll let people know and, and and stuff like that. And um, you know, I, I still do work with Beacon Counselling um, with Neil Platt. We usually have a couple of projects going. Um, you know, he, he's just rang me now actually. Um, so I'll see what what's happening and see if there's any projects going. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I, I'll always try and do the best I can, and if I can do in the future some some um, talking to to schools or or whatnot, um, you know, I'd I'd do it. Um, you know, but it's just all time and and um, when when I feel right to do it, you know, I'm not the best public speaker just yet. Um, so once I get the confidence to do that, you know, I'll. Uh, I certainly do it anyway. No, it's brilliant, and I, uh, you know, really respect you for coming on the podcast and um, sharing your story and speaking to me because I feel like a lot of people uh, will will get something from it, mate, and um, hopefully it'll it'll help them out. Yeah, hopefully, you know, even if it helps just one person listening, that's you know, it. it's it's one it's one person helped, isn't it? So that's just how I look at, at, at things. Really, if I can help one person. Then it was yeah. uh, it's worth dipping, isn't it? So yeah, I appreciate you asking me to come on as well. No, nah, you know I've um, made up that you've come on, mate, and um, you know all the best for your for your boxing career as well in the future. I'll try and get down to one of your fights when lockdown's over. <laughs> yeah, sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, you know I've I've enjoyed coming on as well, and hopefully come back on in the, in the future as well. 
yeah. talk about uh, you know talk about other things as well yeah you you're always welcome on the um you know hopefully when the men's walks so when i get them up and running once lockdown's over lad uh you know welcome to come along yeah that's definitely yeah definitely a lot of blue uh, as well so yeah <laughs> yeah it's a good thing you're doing with the walk as well um you know a lot of lads don't have something people to talk to or the space to tell it's people and you know, I think what you're doing is uh, is brilliant, really, for for lads who, who feel like they've got nowhere to talk to or no one to talk to. And the, uh, the talk and war has obviously provided that as well. Yeah, that's it, mate. It's just trying to reach out to others. But, um, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on today, mate. And uh, I, don't, I don't want to keep you too long. I know it's dinner time. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate it. And um, good luck with everything, mate. Nice one. Nice one for having me, Jay.